Sex and happiness both enrich our lives, yet it's surprising how few people can honestly say that they enjoy regular and fulfilling sex or describe themselves and their lives as happy. Host Lori Handlers helps you to experience real intimacy and happiness. You'll laugh a little, learn a little, and we hope put a smile on your face and a smile in your life. Now here's Lori. Hi, everybody. This is Lori Handlers, and you're listening to another episode of Sex and Happiness, a show about sex and happiness, specifically your sex and your happiness, which I've told you many, many times, I believe, goes together. You, They go hand in hand. I don't see... I don't see anybody that happy that's not having sex. You know, when people tell me they're finished with that or whatever, I don't know about that. I don't believe them. And I don't see many people um, who who are sexy who are not happy, you know. And if they are, they know how to resolve it, whatever. You know, they come to class or they come to something and they resolve things. So I still think they go hand in hand. I'm I'm sticking to my position on that. And today's not going to be any exception. We're going to be talking about the importance of raw sex, and we're going to find out what that means and what uh, what my guest feels about that. So let me tell you about her. Her name is Les. Oh, you know what? I didn't find out how to pronounce my guest's name. So I'm going to say it the way I say it, and then you'll correct me, Leslie, if I say it wrong. Okay. Like t- Leslie Tavernier. That's fine. <laughs> no, but say it how you say it. I say tavernier, but that's the actual French way. The way yeah, you say okay. It. I can. I speak French. <laughs> okay. okay. My guest today is Leslie Tavernier, and she is a woman who is committed to continuously healing her heart and keeping it open by honoring her heart's desires, whether they be for a man or sex or money or whatever. She supports her female clients in doing the same. So, Leslie, thank you, and welcome to Sex and Happiness. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad. So how Leslie and I met is many of you know he's been a guest on my show many times, Frank Mondoze. He's also my teaching partner in many workshops that are ISTA-related. And I saw him interviewing Leslie recently on a Facebook Live, I think, and I just went, I have to get her on my show. So here you are on my show. Thank you for trusting Frank and me and accepting my invitation. Of course, of course. (laughs) So let's talk about how you got to be who you are. You coach, you actually coach women. Yes. In honoring their desires, their heart's desires. Yeah. And so that it, it seems a little counter feminist. Oh, wow. No, I'm just saying, I, I, you know, I, in the old days, I was, an, I was an, a card-carrying feminist in the old days. Okay. And now I'm not because I feel like feminism has turned into bashing. Mm. And, um, you know, I want equal pay for equal work, but I don't want to make the other half of the population on the planet wrong. Oh, yeah. so so what i get is that you you know from looking you up and look you know listening to you i get that you really help women embody the feminine which may seem a little counter feminist because feminism seems to make women into walking little men (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> Absolutely. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, one of our deepest desires as feminine women or women who identify with the feminine um, is to have amazing sex with a masculine man. And that includes intercourse, you know, like that's, that's a heart desire. Mm. You know, we, we really I know. down inside and want to have amazing sex with a man. Um, most would say that they love. <laughs> yeah. We do want that. Yeah, we want that. And we want him to be in the masculine, mm-hmm. penetrating our femininity. Absolutely. To the core. I, listen, I resonate with you. When I heard you speak, I was just like, I got to get her. <laughs> but it's only now, you know, in my life that I can say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I, I didn't, when I was really a card carrying, bra burning, open the door myself woman, yeah. you know, light my own cigarette woman. Wow. Yeah. I, I didn't know what the effects were going to be of men coming up later. You know, all, what oh, I, what we were marching about was safety in the streets, mm-hmm. but it went into more. It was like, okay, now I can do everything for myself. I can, oh. you know, man you, I could do this. And I have a huge, I'm just speaking about me because I can't talk about other people on this show. Yeah. I have a huge masculine part. I mean, I, you know, I direct everything. And then I, but then I have finally learned to surrender and Mm. get into my feminine and let the girl out. Yes. Oh my God. That's so good. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you, how did you come to being who you are? You know, like, how did you wake up and go, what women really want is to be penetrated by the masculine. How did you find that for yourself? Oh my goodness. I, I was a very horny little girl (laughs) and I was raised in a sex negative household, like a lot of children. Um, I was raised in a Caribbean household, um, grew up in Canada and, um, very Catholic family. And, you know, there was just all this like shame and guilt and fear about sex, especially because my mom had me as a teenager at the age of 18 or maybe was 17. And so there's a ton of fear around um, teenage pregnancy and, you know, that being something that could basically ruin your entire life. And so, (laughs) you know, I, I was not allowed to engage with boys um, throughout, well, from the time I hit puberty, from the time I had my period until the time I left home at age 18, you know, I wasn't allowed to engage with boys at all. And that was very traumatizing to me because I was really horny. And, you know, if if you can't have sex, you can't be with boys. Like you start to go mentally insane. (laughs) (laughs) Like seriously. (laughs) Yeah. So, and, and part of the insanity is that when I finally did get to have sex, um, you know, I thought that I was going to enjoy it. I assumed that I would enjoy it, but I actually yeah. hated it. Mm. And so at that point I was like, okay, I don't understand this. So I used to really want sex and now I'm finally free of my, my mother's household and I'm dating guys and I'm having sex and it's, it's not, it doesn't feel good. And so I spent like the next, like over a decade plus trying to figure out like how to enjoy sex with a man because I knew deep down inside that that was my heart's desire. That was one of my heart's desires. 
and yet it, it wasn't working out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they don't teach us anything. They taught you to stay away Correct. and then they didn't teach you anything that was practical or that would actually help you when you got in the situation. No. And that's the whole part. That's the whole lacking of sex education. There is none. <laughs> so. Uh, very little. I mean, there was some in, in grade seven and grade eight and grade nine, but mm -hmm. like it was just, it was very, very just technical and wear a condom and birth control. And Don't get it like, as high. Right, right. Just very dry. So how did you, wow. I mean, it's like, so, so how did you reconcile this? What did you oh do to God. start to figure it out? Well, Oh man, there were so many things that I did that, I mean, it wasn't any one thing that hit, that reconciled it for me. But um, one of the things is I got into sex work as a, as a teenager and um, you know, I kind of liked it, but I also hated it too, because I, at that time I didn't really know how to have sex, but I just, I knew that like, there was always this like what society calls a slut inside of me. And I knew I wanted to have sex with a lot of different men. And like the only way, well, it wasn't the only way, but <laughs> it seemed like a way to do it at the time without, you know, drama and all that. And the, the, a, an easy way to have sex with a lot of men was to do sex work. Yeah, no drama, meaning you didn't have to get involved with them. Like they were done, like they paid you. Yeah, like not having, you know, boyfriends, you know, calling me names and all that. And, why are you sleeping with my friend and that kind of nonsense like with sex work it's just cut it's just you know you do it you get paid and you know it's done mm -hmm. you know there's no drama attached <laughs> so you didn't really like it but you were split that's how you chose to i was split. i was split i was because society had fucked up my brain and so it was like part of me liked it part of me wanted to enjoy it but part of me was like this is bad and dirty and and really low down and like you're like at the bottom of the barrel of you know as far as women go mm -hmm. <laughs> so it i was really conflicted about it i couldn't just let myself fully enjoy it at that time mm. so and so then i you know i i bec i went on the straight path you know and i got into a monogamous <laughs> relationship which i was in for 11 years and i had two children with him and you know i did the whole monogamy thing and i really tried and God, <laughs> you know, I still wasn't enjoying sex. So I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing what society says. I'm a mom now. Like, why am I still not liking it? Like, this is, this is weird. And during that time, you know, I, I met in, on two separate occasions. I met men at my workplace that like, I just wanted to sleep with. And I couldn't understand it because I was like, okay, I'm doing monogamy now. I'm trying really hard. <laughs> you know but like and I love my partner but like there's these guys at work that I really 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 want to sleep with like really bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like it was like no mistake about it like I really want to have sex with these men and it, it just it really messed me up and so like at that point I started to explore you know open relating and polyamory and in, you know initially it was extremely messy you know I ended up breaking up with my children's father because like we didn't know what to do we didn't know how to do open relating all I knew is that like I couldn't do sexual exclusivity anymore but I had no guidance right so right. As, <laughs> as everybody okay. finds out there is no guidance even if even if there are particular guides, like still everybody has to do it their own way. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I kept exploring on my own and reading. And then like, I came across this company. It was a, a married couple. And they had a company, a relationship coaching company called Juju Mama. And I know you know, them. I, 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 I have, yes, I've had her on my show. Oh my before. God. So I reached out to the husband. I reached out to Rakim Sekou. And, you know, because I, I was like, I, I need help. Like, <laughs> I need to understand, you know, how to really enjoy sex with a man. Like, you know, vaginal intercourse, not just, you know, lick my clit, but actually fuck me with your penis. Like, I want to understand how to enjoy that. And I also want to understand how to do open relating because, you know, I, I, when I came across this couple, they, they said that they were in an open marriage. And so I was like, wow, like... How yeah. do you do that? Like, I want to know more. <laughs> yeah. And they are. They, they're an amazing couple. So, yeah. So I'm glad you reached out to them. What a great couple to reach out to. Yeah. So, you mm. know, I started off as a client of his. And then, like, in time, <laughs> I actually became one of his partners. And, you know, even with him, even though he was tantric and even though he was amazing at sex and all of this, even then, I still it took me a while to enjoy him mm. even with him. And so I was like, wow, you know, he's tantric. He's, he knows all this stuff. Like why, why am I still, why is this still so difficult? And, you know, eventually I figured it out, but like there was like so many fears and psychological blockages and anger and hatred towards men that I needed to unpack yeah. before I could actually enjoy vaginal intercourse and have orgasms with men. Thank you. Amen, sister. I totally get it. You know, this is, you're just making the case for emotional release, which is, you know, I'm like the queen of emotional release. So when people come to me and they say they don't have any baggage, I go, where did you grow up? Disneyland? (laughs) (laughs) If you are on this planet, (laughs) <laughs> you want to have sex and it, and make it feel good. You've mm-hmm. got emotional baggage that you have to let go of because totally. it's all, it's, that's all stored in the sex chakra. Mm-hmm. And in, you know, and chakras one and two is where all yeah. the trauma is, all the fear, all the shame, all the everything. Totally. So when people say to me, you know, I studied Tantra. Oh, did you do emotional release? No. <laughs> I go, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where you. I, I don't know how you could put pleasure on top of a toxic waste. Oh time. my god! <laughs> so you're proving my point. You're, I mean, a yeah. long. Point. You can have some pleasure, but not right. like the depths of pleasure. <laughs> exactly. You, you can't know. open your soul, like really open your kimono fully. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I had a lot. I had a lot of anger and hatred towards yeah. men, and it wasn't even just my shit. It was my mom's. It was my grandmother's. It was like all of my female relatives. It was just like just women in general, the collective, you know. And so, like at that time, like I didn't understand the concept that men actually want to please me. Right. Like that wasn't that wasn't part of my consciousness. <laughs> like I thought sex was for men only. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and if the woman is lucky, she might get to have some enjoyment, but really it's for his pleasure. You know, that was my mindset. Yeah, I got it. And you know, then so you I, would, I would go into it like, okay, you know, how do I please him? How do I give him a good blow job? You know, like, <laughs> you know, like I was thinking, 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 like, like I, I got to do all this stuff for him. 
Right. You know? Right. And I, I didn't, I like, I wanted to enjoy it, but like, I just, I couldn't grasp. I couldn't conceive of how to actually enjoy being penetrated by a man. I, I totally can get that. I can totally get that. So you, the thing that amazes me about you is that you actually asked yourself the questions, yeah. you know, like you it's, there's like something that you wanted that was driving this, mm-hmm. you know, first to become a sex worker and then to reach out to Juju mama and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, become a client of her husband, you know, you, there was something in you that had an inner wisdom. I'm just going to call it that because I, I, you know, for lack of, you know, you had an intuition about something more than what was occurring. Yeah. I just, I knew that like, for me to be at my most powerful, like I need to have intercourse with a man, like, and I need to love it. Like, <laughs> like I need that. Like, I just, I don't really feel fully in my power without mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So great. Wow. We, we're going to take a short break here. And when we come back, we're going to just, we're going to just skip and jump rope right from what you just said and find out, you know, then what did you come to and what are you doing and how do you coach people and like that? Because, you know, and some people listening, if you, if you just tuned in, you're listening to Sex and Happiness and I'm interviewing Leslie Tavernier and I just want to say you may have an issue with some of the things she's talking about. And if you do, that's good. Let yourself stretch because she's talking about some really powerful points that have to do with the polarities of masculine feminine. And they could be at the bottom of why you don't feel super fully satisfied. And, and so we're going to come back and we're going to, we're going to dive into it even deeper. So stay tuned. We're coming right back. Did you ever stop to think that love is your birthright? That you don't need to earn it or prove it? You just need to live it. I'm personally inviting you to the path of true love, power, and freedom. If you're ready to enliven your soul through conscious sexuality and dive deeply into profound ritual that frees your heart, I'm inviting you to join us for the spiritual sexual shamanic experience. This is better known to most of you as the ISTA Level 1 training. I am regularly leading these courses along with a team of accomplished facilitators all around the world. As a matter of fact, these trainings have taken place in 34 countries. For information on when I'm leading, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com. Or for a full schedule, you can go to SchoolofTempleArts.org. Please consider this invitation seriously because love and freedom are your natural state of being. Are you wondering what book to read to jumpstart your life? Get the best from relationships? Attain the deepest feelings of intimacy? Do you want the best sex along with great happiness? Get your copy of Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by Lori Handlers right now. You'll learn how to make love in the unknown 
take the performance anxiety and reaching a goal out of sex. You'll learn subtle ways of communication and really important practices to empower you when dealing with an intimate partner. You'll let go of blame and struggle. Doesn't this sound great? Sex and happiness puts the innocence back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. Take charge of your life, physically, emotionally, and spiritually with Sex and Happiness by Lori Handler's only nineteen ninety nine paperback and fourteen ninety nine ebook. Order your copy today by going to butterflyworkshops.com. That's butterflyworkshops.com for your copy of Sex and Happiness. If you're a woman who could use a little zest and zing in your arousal response, or maybe you know women or a woman who could use this, because many women say that their feelings of desire, arousal, and sexual satisfaction don't happen as naturally or as often as they'd like. So I want to tell you about Zestra, because Zestra was developed to meet this much-needed option for women. Uh, Zestra safe and a patented blend of botanical oils and extracts, and it's created to help women have increased sexual sensations. Zestra comes in convenient single-dose personal packets. Each packet keeps the essential arousal oils and extracts free, fresh, and safe from light. And with application of Zestra, it starts to work within three to five minutes. And at about 10 minutes, there's something called the Zestra Rush. And that can last up to about 45 minutes. The great news is that Zestra can be used as frequently as you like during each sexual experience. Now, I'm somebody who believes that all women deserve sexual satisfaction. That's why I do this show, in case you hadn't noticed. So I believe that men and women deserve sexual satisfaction. So if you're a woman who isn't getting that kind of arousal response that you want, please call 877-426-8047. That's 877-426-8047. And please remember to say you heard about Zestra from Laurie Handlers on the Sex and Happiness Show. We're back with Sex and Happiness. I'm Laurie Handlers, your host, and I'm interviewing Leslie Tavernier. And she, Leslie, you're controversial. I, I, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. You're controversial, and I love it. I'm excited to talk to you because <laughs> everything you're saying, I have finally come to mm-hmm. myself, even though I denied it. Mm-hmm. I pushed it down because it didn't go with my feminist beliefs and my feminist Mm. philosophy. Like I couldn't want a man that much Mm. in my, you know, in my marching, (laughs) my bra burning. (laughs) I couldn't. And now I, I mean, I've, the last, uh, for me, the last 15 years in my life have been pivotal. And I've seen that one, I, I have everything I need in terms of me and I, there's no threat. And then I found that I could, the more I got involved with ISTA, the more my feminine could stay out like all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I could be in my, I could dress and feel sexy and wear frilly clothes and da 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 things I I didn't do in court in the corporate world. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
and I, I have, you know, I'm relating to somebody who's like super in his masculine and it's like, great. I love when he says, I got this baby. Yes. You know, I got it handled. Like you could just relax. Mm-hmm. You could just be <laughs> driven, you know, and, and the sex is off the charts. So I want to hear how you coach people because, you know, I would have loved to have known you when I needed you before. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm so glad I can relate. I'm so glad I'm, 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 you know, there's nothing about my lips aren't curling, you know, when we talk. <laughs> so you wanted to know how I coach people? Yeah. Like, you know, so you, you, how did you resolve this? You know, how long did you get coached by him? And then you moved into yeah. saying, Oh, the light bulb went off and you went, I can coach other women to do that. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Rock Hemsinku, um taught me for about eight years now. Uh, I still consider him to be a teacher and a mentor to me, even though we're romantically involved. Um, so he taught me a lot about feminine power and, and different feminine archetypes and, you know, how they're all sexual, you know. <laughs> and so, you know, that, like I learned that, you know, being feminine isn't just about being in the bedroom, like how you are in the bedroom. It's how you are all the time, you know, how you relate with men, how you think, how you move, how you speak. And, um, and so I, you know, I, I incorporated those things over the years, but during that time, I also went back into sex work in my thirties. <laughs> so after uh, Rock Hemsaku had basically opened me up to enjoying vaginal intercourse, um, I just felt this, urge to get back into sex work and so I explored that for the second time around and um that's when I got to see that wow I can I can enjoy vaginal intercourse and you know sexual experiences with a a wide variety of men you know and that was extremely um expanding you know to see that wow I don't even have to be in love (laughs) because <laughs> I, I still had that kind of thing there like oh I gotta be in love in order to enjoy intercourse and sex work showed me that no that's not true I don't have to be in love with the man and I can have amazing sexual intercourse with him that's cool <laughs> so you discovered so, that yeah yeah and but, you but you know what? let me, let me a... backtrack let me backtrack because okay. in order for that to happen with my clients I had to still let go of more layers of fear and hatred and anger and guilt and shame, you know, particularly towards men of other races, mm-hmm. you know, towards men that were in a, a higher socioeconomic bracket. Like I still had more layers. And in order for me to actually enjoy those men, I had to release those layers. Yes. So how did you do, did you do emotional release techniques? It, you know, it was just sort of in the moment. <laughs> oh, you it don't. was in the moment. So, <laughs> I, you know, I could be with a client and like, he might want to please me, but then I'll, I'll notice in the moment that I'm, I'm resisting, I'm not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, okay, well, wait a minute. Like, why am I not letting myself enjoy this? Like, what is it? So like he might be going down on me or something like that. And, 
And then it would occur to me like, oh, you know, I have a resistance because of this or that or whatever. Like, you know, he's old enough to be my father or, or just whatever, whatever thing it was. And then I, in the moment I would decide, okay, well, what if I just like let that go and just like let myself enjoy what he's doing to me? <laughs> you know, so I kind of, I would just experiment with each client, <laughs> you know, and I didn't get it perfect every time, but over the years, cause I did it for three years, you know, I got really good at it. Mm-hmm. So would you say that you have released that stuff now? I mean, when you look at a man, you just see a man or do you still have the racial overtones or the socio? No, now I, I, I see the masculine in, in, in all men, all races, oh. all ages. Like, it's just like when, when women are saying men aren't be, being in their manhood, they're not being masculine. Like, I don't know what they're talking about because now I see it everywhere. Yeah. Like men are chivalrous for me everywhere. You know, it doesn't matter what race they are. They're going to hold the door for me. They're going to open the car door for me. They're going to, they're going to help me with things. They're going to carry my bags just because it's just in them to do that. And, and, and I'm attracting that from them because I expect it now. Yes. <laughs> That's what I said. Yes. Exclamation point. Yes. Because you expect it and you desire it and you deserve it and they want to do it. Oh, absolutely. The point is they really want to do it. And it's an oversight. Like men got confused from my generation. When I said, you know, don't light my cigarette, my hands work. Mm. Don't open the car door. I can do it myself. Wow. Don't, wow. you know, I can change my tire. And oh, um, no, well, you, you, that's when I was growing, when I was coming up, that's what was on, that was, that's what was on the hit parade, you know? Wow. So so it was like, then I realized like men are really confused. They don't know what to do. Mm. They don't know whether to come over and say, hi, how are you? Come here often or just sit there and wait for me to like wink at them or something because I had these things, you know, like I can do it myself. You know, the, the first time that I started to experience like chivalry was when I first went to visit with Wakem Seku. And it was awkward for me, like, cause like I'm not you I wasn't used to that so like every time he would hold the door for me or whatever like I'd, I'd like I'd have to like catch myself like oh <laughs> he's holding the door for me oh shoes like like it was so weird like I, right. just, I didn't understand it but like now oh my god it's such a turn on mm. Mm -hmm. like chivalry is an immense turn on yeah yeah. And it doesn't have to keep you small. And it does, no. all the arguments about how it keeps you small and it makes you make oh, more no. It doesn't have Wonderful. to be all that. Right. Exactly. It doesn't have to be equated with men are really controlling the whole world. They're oh actually. Uh, so, no. so how do you coach people? You know, how, <laughs> you know, how, so women come to you and they go, yeah. I'm not enjoying intercourse. How do you attract people? What are well, they, what's yeah, your tagline? I mean, but that's, that's the thing, like, I deal with a lot of psychological issues with women because it's, it's not like, okay, here, here, just do this technique and, you know, boom, you can have G-spot orgasms. Like, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> it didn't work that way for me. Like, I, because I used to read all these books and, and I, you know, I got the G-spot vibrator and I, I did all these things trying to figure out G-spot orgasm and I couldn't do it because I didn't mm. understand that there was a psychological blockage. Right. So a lot of the, a lot of what I do with women is, is basically helping them to release the, the hatred and the anger and the confusion and the resistance towards men. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
That's so great. That's really so great. So, so do they see you one-on-one -on -one or do you do classes? Like how, how does it, how's it structured? Yeah, I do, I do have one-on-one -on -one coaching, but I also have a, a Facebook group mm -hmm. for women. So that's more affordable. And mm -hmm. I do have lots of webinars that people can just down, purchase and download and watch me, you know, educate them on various matters. But yeah, there is, there is a tremendous amount of, of anger and hatred um, between the sexes. Yes. It's, it's a real thing. Yes, it's a real thing. You know what my, I'm just going to tell you my vision statement. When I started my company, Butterfly Workshops, I started in like 1998, 1999, and um, I needed to have, you know, a vision statement. And my vision is women and men dancing in eternal ecstasy on earth now. And everything I do is about that vision. So, I mean, you're, you're like, you know, you're in my heart. <laughs> because yes um like women can't possibly get what they want straight women can't possibly get what they want from men or even in relationship or even from sex and not even you know like it, there's it's categorically it's it breaks down a little differently yeah. but but women can't possibly get what they want until they they let go of the blocks yeah. that they yeah. have put, that either they put up or they inherited it came through the umbilical cord. Yeah. 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 And so a lot of that involves heart healing <laughs> because, you know, for women, you know, for me, I'll speak for myself, a big part of what helps me to get aroused and wet and engorged in my vagina is if I'm feeling turned on in my heart, in, in my heart chakra, mm -hmm. center of my chest. And in order for that to happen, you know, I had to let go of the blockages. Like, to, like I had a lot of guardedness um, against men, particularly in my heart chakra, um, because there's been a long history of men letting women down in my bloodline, mm -hmm. you know, not being providers, not helping to raise the children, just basically disappearing and you know and so there's a lot a lot of anger and hatred um in my in my bloodline towards men for just for not being there mm -hmm. you know for abandoning the women and you know the women having to struggle and raise the kids by themselves mm -hmm. so there's a lot of rage you know and also for the men cheating you know because my mom and my grandmother, they didn't, you know, they weren't taught about open relating. So even though everybody was having sex with multiple partners, we didn't have a word for it. So it was called cheating and adultery. Right. <laughs> and so there's a lot of anger and hatred around that. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So that blocks the heart. That blocks yeah. the heart. And if the woman's heart is blocked up, she, it's going to be really difficult for her to get really aroused in her vagina. Yes. Yes. Even no amount of alcohol or drugs or anything <laughs> will fix it. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> really true. What you're so let's no. move to let's move to this um let's move to the importance of raw sex. What oh, do you mean? Gosh. Yeah, because that's what <laughs> that's why, you know, that's what we're gonna talk about now. Like yeah. raw sex and what why is it so important? Okay, for me, raw sex, I'm referring to vaginal intercourse, mm -hmm. so penis and vagina without any condom, uh -huh. and the man uh, gets to ejaculate his semen into the woman's vagina. 
Okay, and that's what you call raw sex. Yes, yes, that's what I mean. And in an age where we've had AIDS and Mm -hmm. we've had, you know, we have chlamydia and we have Mm -hmm. herpes and we have all these kinds of things. Yeah. What what does that mean in an age where people have to wear condoms? Yeah, so it means that, like, we still have this biological urge because, I mean, we're designed to, to procreate. So we have a biological urge to have raw sex. And so we, instead of admitting that and being honest about it, we pretend that that's not there. And so we, we, we try to have, you know, protected sex and all that, but people still, <laughs> every now and again, they still have raw sex unplanned. And then they end up with unplanned pregnancy and the spread of STIs and all these things, because we actually, we don't have a mature, honest conversation about the fact that many of us, both men and women do desire raw sex. Mm. So what do you do? So I, I had, I had to educate myself. (laughs) By the way, let me just say to you, I agree with you. I know because I know the science of it and because I've studied like how, um, sexual encounter increases the telomeres in a, in women. So like having raw sex and sexual encounter in that way increases our lifespan. Like I know the science of that. Wow. And so I also know that um, our bodies need the chemicals that are in ejaculate fluid, yes. whether we take the chemical through the vagina or through the mouth Mm-hmm. Or even through the anus, like we need yeah. those, we need the chemicals that are in man's ejaculate fluid. I know See, that. I, I didn't understand that. Like I had heard it scientifically, but I didn't understand it like emotionally <laughs> until, you know, I got involved with Rakem Sekou and like I found that as I began to, well, I mean, we never had condom sex to begin with, but, you know, I found that as I, as I, um, enjoyed intercourse with him like I knew within myself like I didn't want him to pull out like I wanted him to stay inside of me and ejaculate inside of me like that was part of the sexual pleasure and orgasm Mm -hmm. like I didn't want an interruption in that and so most of my life most of my adult life when I've had sex with men it's it's been either with a condom or more than likely it would just be they would agree to pull out and, you know, pulling out, like, just interrupts the experience for both the man and the woman. Yes. It's, it's an interruption. Like, it just, it doesn't actually feel good. Correct. So, you know, I had to come to terms with the fact that, you know what, I really love continuous, unprotected, skin-to-skin, vaginal intercourse where the man comes inside me. That feels complete to me. You know, it's, it's complete. I don't feel like, wow, something's missing. It feels like I got everything. I got that whole man. He's inside me now. His semen is, is you know, seeping into my, my pores. Like, like we're, we're bonded now. Yes. You know, and that <laughs> feels amazing. Yes. I, I, I agree with you you know, a hundred percent. And yet, you know, I want, so people have to have adult conversations. Oh yeah. What you're saying. Big so time. do you coach people to have those too? Yeah. You know, I talk about um, the fertility awareness method, which I didn't learn until I was in my thirties. I'm so angry that they didn't teach me this in sex ed. 
you know, in high school, <laughs> because I would have liked to have known of this method of, of birth control. So, you know, once I found out about, you know, some people refer to it as a symptothermal method or the Billings method, but I, yeah. I use fertility awareness. And so once I found out like, wow, it is possible for me to actually know with certainty when I'm getting close to ovulation, when I'm ovulating and when I, I have finished ovulating, like I can actually learn how to know that. And in so doing, I could know when it is okay and when it's not okay to have completely raw sex. Mm -hmm. So once I learned that, like once I actually like learned that for real, like I was like, whoa, like now I have like so much more confidence having sex because now it's not like, it's not like Russian roulette. It's not like, am I going to get pregnant? Am I not going to get pregnant? <laughs> like now I know. I know if I'm, if I'm in a, in the phase of my cycle where I can get pregnant and when I'm in the phase where it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's great. It's wonderful. So you have, see, the reason they don't teach that is because most people aren't that responsible. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, if you, if you're tracking yourself, mm -hmm. then you're tracking yourself and you're taking complete responsibility for your biology. Mm -hmm. And if you're not an, a responsible person, which a lot of people are not, I mean, let's yeah. face it, people are just, yeah. you know, they get in the moment of sensuality and then they throw, they cast their fate to the wind and that's not a good thing. So no, it's not, it's really so, not. Yeah. So you learned it at a responsible time in your life. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I can't say what you would have been like before. I've always, my father always said to me, if you're going to have sex, you can have it, but you if you get pregnant, you're going to be responsible. Mm. And I never did because I was oh, not wow. going to do that. I never was going to do that. I, I wasn't oh. going to get pregnant and have an unwanted pregnancy. So mm -hmm. I, you know, so I kept that at bay. I kept having intercourse away for a long time oh, wow. um, because I didn't, I, you know, I liked sex, but I didn't want to, get pregnant. Yeah. A lot of women avoid actual intercourse because of the fear of pregnancy. And so we, we tell ourselves, well, you know, as long as he performs oral sex on me, you know, that's good enough. That's you good know? enough, but it isn't, it isn't. It's not. No, I agree with you. I do agree with you. All right. Well, we're going to, we got to take a little break here. I loved so far. I mean, I, I love talking to you. It's thank you. It's wonderful. <laughs> And we have to bring more of this into the world, like people have to. But we'll we'll talk about that in in the next segment. If you just uh, tuned in, you're listening to Sex and Happiness again. I'm Laurie Handlers. I'm having a great conversation with Leslie Tavernier, and um, it's about raw sex. It's about what the feminine needs in the transpersonal. Actually, she's talking a lot about how she sees the masculine in every man. I would take it one step further in the tantric sense, she's in her goddess seeing the God in every man, which how is how tantrics like to look at it like that, but I'm not going to put words in her mouth. That's the way I see it. Um, we are coming back and you're going to find out how to get in touch with her and if she has any last tips for you. And I'm going to, I'm going to ask her this, the, uh, the, I don't know. The, the big question, which is, what are we doing in the age of Me Too about all this? 
So we'll be right back. I hope you're at the edge of your chair now. So many times you've heard Lori talk about emotional release on this show. She says over and over again how important it is for you and your loved ones. Now you can do emotional release in the privacy of your own home. And you can practice Lottie Han too. Meditation that prepares you for making love in the unknown. In her CD, Shamanic Release and Lottie Han, she creates a safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work Lori is known for in her Butterfly Workshops courses. Lori sets you up with the proper positioning and breathing. Then she guides you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythms. This CD actually provides an easy way to do emotional clearing work on a regular basis. Order your copy of Shamanic Release and Lottie Han today and watch your relationships walk free of emotional baggage. To order your copy, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com right now. As a sex and happiness coach, I understand that increased sexual participation intensifies sexual responsiveness and desire, as well as overall health and well-being. My experience with the Sibian has personally increased my sexual response, and I can now train women to use this machine to have peak orgasms as often as possible. I strongly believe this will add to their health and well-being whether they have a partner or not. The beauty and the miracle of the human body is that it adapts and changes much more rapidly than people change their beliefs or their opinions. The Sibian can make any woman's body more resilient with each peak orgasm. Sibian is an amazing experience often described as the Lamborghini of sex toys. If you're a woman and you can get yourself to look at Sibian, you should do so. It won't take away from your partner. It will only add. Trust me on this. I love my Sibian. Go to Sibian.com. That's S-Y-B-I-A-N.com. Or call 1-800-253-6135. That's 800 253 6135 and say Laurie Handlers told you about Sibian. And by the way, if you do have a partner, ask about Venus for men. That's Venus, V E N U S, for men. And this is Sex and Happiness. Again, I'm Laurie Handlers, your host, and I'm having a really cool time with Leslie Tavernier, and she's committed to continuously healing her heart keeping it open, and honoring her heart's desires. That's more than most people can say. <laughs> so it's true. Most people are sold out. Yeah. So you did exactly what you wanted to do. Yeah. And you you kept educating yourself. You had a hunger. It feels like you had a hunger. I, I had a hunger to really enjoy vaginal intercourse to the absolute maximum. And, um, you know, I, I got to experience that with Wakem Seku. Um, and you know, I, <laughs> if we were using condoms, like it, it just wouldn't be the same for me. And I don't feel it would be the same for him because mm-hmm. the, the skin to skin contact is just so beautiful. And I, I love his semen. Like I, I worship it. So like, <laughs> yeah, I get I, it. I, I'm, I'm, wow. I'm just like speechless for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's that is beautiful what you said. And 
you know, worth a breath, you know, take a breath. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I, because I'm so honest about that, I made sure, like I said, to educate myself on how I could actually live in that reality where I could have raw sex with, with a man and, you know, not get pregnant unplanned uh, and also not experience STIs. So, you know, people have to have real conversations with each other. Yeah. You know, that's part of the intimacy. You know, if you've had STIs, then admit it. Say, yeah, I, I, I had this and this and this and whatever. And, you know, and I got tested or I didn't get tested or this is my viewpoint or that's my viewpoint or this is what I use. Like have real conversations. And if you if you like raw sex, then tell the truth. You know, because I, I even even when I was doing sex work, I had so many men call me and they would say to me, like, Leslie, you know, I'll pay you more money if you allow me to have intercourse without a condom. Mm. I had that happen so many times and it was a shock to me. Like, wow, like they're willing to have completely raw sex with a sex worker. Like really? But that, that really happened. Yeah. The urge for that is so strong. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get it one way or the other. Yeah, they they absolutely will. So what do we do in an age of Me Too <laughs> about what the feminine really needs from the masculine and what the masculine really oh, needs from the feminine? Goodness. Women need to admit that we love, we want to enjoy vaginal intercourse. We want to love it. We know deep down inside that we're supposed to love it mm-hmm. and and we're committed to enjoying it you know, and actually take action steps to create that reality for yourself. Stop denying that you want sex. You do. We actually, I think, I feel in my heart that women desire sex and need sex more than men. I I think that we are in our, in our natural state, we're insatiable and, you know, we can outlast any man. That's my viewpoint. So, you know, like vaginal intercourse, when it's really amazing and enjoyable and loving and beautiful, like, I mean, we could have that endlessly, you know, right. as women, we could have That's that right. endlessly. Right. You know? We don't have prolactin go into our bloodstream. No, and- like the man, he does eventually need to stop. He does need to take a break. But right. We, we don't. That's right. We don't. We don't. Oh, you're a woman of my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that does kind of mess with me too, because me too has a lot of anger and frustration and, and victimhood and, you know, and, and, and terrible things have happened. But like, if we really value our well-being as women, our joy, our ecstasy, our freedom, our power, we have to come to terms with the fact that we do deep down inside desire to be penetrated in our we vaginas. Do. We do. And penetrated in many ways, penetrated yeah. with thought, penetrated with conversation, Absolutely. penetrated with love, penetrated with, with being lavished, penetrated, penetrated. penetrated yeah. Like men. I don't, I don't feel angry at men. Like I just, you know, I hear what the Me Too movement is saying, you know, and I, and I, and I, and I have compassion, but like, I, like, I just have really good experiences with men. Like men are really good to me. Like I just don't walk around feeling afraid of men. Right. Right. I understand totally. And I, you know, we have, we also have to get that, you know, women raised men. And so we have to take the responsibility for a whole piece that we caused as well that's spun out of control, but we, 
we can't make the whole half of the population wrong. No. That's how I feel. I feel like we have to dance together and speak together and have real conversations, just like what you're mm -hmm. saying, mm -hmm. whether they be about sex or about, I didn't like that you said that to me, or yeah. don't interrupt yeah. me, or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and don't leave if I have the child. You know, I need mm. you. I need your ass to stay around. <laughs> yes, yes. Great, Leslie. And you know, I mean, I feel that if I feel that if men and women really like bonded deeply sexually, you know, I I don't feel that men would be as likely to leave. They the would. Mother yeah. and child. If not if they only that, really bonded. Not only that, they wouldn't fly a plane into a building. You know, like if people were deeply sexually satisfied, mm. they wouldn't use their creative life force to, mm. for destruction. Oh, that's goodness. just, that's what I hold about it. So I, I, you know, we're on the same way. Yeah. I mean, if we really want like men to, to be men, you know, like we, we need to help, we need to help them heal their lingam, <laughs> you know, heal yeah. their, their masculinity you know, and that way we won't need a friggin' Me Too movement anymore. You know, we have the Washington obelisk, which is a, <laughs> a phallic symbol, you know, and like, and like what kind of energy is attached to that? I just have to tell you that used to be called Cleopatra's Needle. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Before it was the Washington Monument obelisk, it was... Cleopatra's needle. <laughs> <laughs> <Penny>. That's hilarious. <laughs> and she's a woman who loved sex. So. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, as women, we need to we need to honor <laughs> all all of these phallic symbols. Like, let's go to the Washington Monument and do rituals and and heal it and restore it. You know, to to. <sighs> yeah proper masculinity you yeah. know the yeah. real masculinity not not what we have right now with, with, with in the white house like let's let's have the real deal you know we, we see people in india worshiping the lingam shiva lingam you know right. we should be doing that same thing over here it doesn't have to be shiva lingam it can be the washington obelisk it could be your man's penis Right. Whatever it is, like we have the power as women to heal that. Like that should be the focus, not men are no good, men are bad, men are evil. No, let's uplift them. Right. I agree. Lovely. Lovely. Thank you so much. How do people get in touch with you? I heard that you have a Facebook group. So yes. if people, if someone wants to join your Facebook group, what do they have to do? And then if they want to talk to you individually, what do they have to do? How do, what's the best ways to get in touch with you? Yeah, they can go to my website. It's leslietavernier.com, L-E-S-L-E-Y-T-A-V-E-R-N-I-E-R.com. And then once they're there, they would click on mastermind and then they, they make their payment. And then I would add them to my private group. And if they want to talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, they would click on coaching and make their payment and so on and so forth. But they can also go to Facebook and just search for Leslie Tavernier. And, um, and you'll find me and you can send me a friend request and we can start chatting. Just like I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it's not rocket science. Everybody no. you can do it. So, Leslie, thank you so much for being my guest today. It was refreshing and uplifting. I don't know if 10 years or 15 years ago, I could have had this conversation with mm -hmm. you, but I'm sure glad I could have it now. 
Mm. Yeah, I really, really thank you for the stand that you're taking, and I hope that people take you up on it and find you. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so all of you listeners out there, thank you so much for listening today. Um, most certainly, you know, you can always drop me an email, laurie at butterflyworkshops.com or sexandhappiness at gmail.com. You can send me an email if you have feedback, if you have questions like that, please do that. I couldn't do this show without you. Stay tuned next time when I'm going to have somebody who did not work for one taste, but somebody who really benefited from following her desire and her orgasm that she learned at One Taste. It's a beautiful conversation, and I w I'm looking forward to sharing that with you, so please tune in next time to hear about what it is, again, to follow your desire and be turned on by that desire. So this is Laurie Handler's signing off for sex and happiness thanks for being here today thank you for joining us today for sex and happiness to learn more about Lori and her work please go to butterflyworkshops.com or follow her on twitter or facebook you can send her an email at sexandhappiness at gmail.com we'll see you again right here next week for another edition of sex and happiness oh.